Hi again, everyone, and welcome back to the program. And joining us now is the medical director for the state of Minnesota's Medicaid and Minnesota Care Programs, who is also a wonderful pediatrician. Say hello to Dr. Nathan Chomolo. And doctor, there's a lot of alphabets out there for the different uh, maladies affecting a, a lot of us. RSV, we got COVID-19, and the FLU, which everybody knows is flu. So with the, with the RSV, why is that so bothersome right now, impacting children, when RSV has been around for such a long time? Yes, Freddie, thanks for having me again. Always, always a pleasure to join you here. Uh, and so yeah, RSV is really common. It's something that we see a lot in pediatrics in particular. Uh, it really is uh, b- bothersome, particularly for our youngest kids. And so typically RSV hits kids under the age of two the hardest. And um, you know, before the COVID-19 pandemic, there was a pretty you know, routine RSV season uh, that you would expect uh, to see uh, kids, more kids getting sick with RSV, some kids ending up in the hospital. Um, and that would usually start kind of pretty, you know, late into the fall, early winter, um, and then kind of last into the, the early part of spring. Um, so, you know, what we saw with COVID-19 was that because of things like masking, that kids were staying home uh, and not going to school, that a lot of us were staying, you know, out of uh, really crowded spaces and, and not getting together the same, that you, that first year of COVID-19 in uh, 2020 into 2021, we really didn't see uh, as many uh RSV cases that we typically do. And then we ended up when folks started getting back together again, more and more in the spring of 2021, we actually saw a kind of a really late RSV season. Um, Right now, what we're seeing is a pretty early RSV season. We've seen an unusually high number of RSV cases in Minnesota in particular for this time of year. And the rise of cases, how fast we've seen them has been pretty sudden, uh, more than we typically see as well. So is RSV deadly for the smallest of us in Minnesota? You know, it can be, uh, you know, particularly for babies who are born earlier, you know, we call preterm or were born with low birth weight or are born with um, some underlying medical condition, you know, early on in their life, RSV can be quite serious. And then we're starting to learn more too that for um, our elders uh, who also might have some underlying chronic illnesses, heart diseases, lung diseases, that, you know, if they get hit with RSV, it can be pretty serious, you know, for them too. But, you know, for uh, most of folks, it, it presents as, uh, you know, a cold, sore throat, runny nose, cough, um, it can ca- cause some wheezing and, you know, some difficulty breathing. But, you know, for most of us, you, if we get it, we are able to recover. It's just not pleasant while we're in there. Um, and then the fact that, you know, we might spread it to others, take us out of work, take us out of school. Um, and what we're really seeing, too, is it's really stressing our healthcare system, a system that's just, you know, been going through it these last several years with mm-hmm. COVID-19. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, we're starting to see flu come back. Uh, we've seen, you know, not only uh, folks from our healthcare fields, um, you know, get COVID-19, get long COVID or, you know, die or pass away from covid but, uh, you know, gets just burned out and, and leave the profession altogether. And so, um, you know, our, our capacity isn't even just kind of like physical number of beds. It's really the people power that we have. Um, and to, then to add on another surge of uh, a new infectious disease just has, has really put a strain on us. And so I think all these things coming together is really what has us worried about RSV is that, you know, uh, there are folks in our community that are susceptible to getting serious cases. But even for those that aren't, they might not be able to get, you know, the care that they need to help them 
have a, a more uh, comfortable case. Uh, they might not get the care that they need or the answers they need to help protect them from spreading it. Um, and, and that's the real concern. Everyone, we're talking with Dr. Nathan Chomolo. We're talking about the triple-demic, the RSV, the flu, and COVID-19. Give us an idea of what we can look forward to or uh, try to help avoid as we go into the winter. Last year, we were talking about it being the, the blizzard of diseases with COVID-19. Where do we stand for 2022 into 2023? Well, you know, when it comes to RSV, you know, we really don't know yet what this kind of rapid surge in cases will mean for later in the winter, whether, you know, we're seeing just kind of an earlier season, right? And that will it'll kind of taper off like it usually does, or if um, it will start to plateau and we'll just kind of stay at this level for a while, or, uh, you know, what we're worried about is that it's just a more severe season. And so it's not so much that it's going to go follow its usual course, uh, that, it, it, but that it's going to stick around at this high level um, for a longer period of time, putting a lot of stress on uh, our kids, uh, our families, and our healthcare system. Uh, and then we're starting to see flu increase pretty rapidly right now. In fact, we haven't seen this much flu activity at this time uh, of the year in Minnesota in the last 10 years. Um, and so uh, there's a lot of folks out there that have what we call, you know, an influenza-like illness, which could be a combination of any number of respiratory viruses. Um, testing isn't as you know rapidly or readily available for flu, and so we don't always get to diagnose it the same. Uh, but that's certainly, you know, a, a concern too. And, you know, we forget, I think, because of COVID-19 that, you know, flu is a significant player in, in as far as making people sick and even, you know, uh, killing people, taking people from us early. And so that's something that we need to keep our close eye on. And, you know, thankfully right now uh, with COVID, we're seeing lower transmission. Um, we've seen some lower levels in our wastewater um, over the last several weeks. And, you know, the, the hope is, um, you know, that that, that kind of stays lower, but we've seen in the last several uh, holiday seasons, you know, spikes of COVID-19 appear, and we are seeing um, some new variants of concern out there uh, that could change, you know, our ability to to be protected. And so, uh, you know, these are all things that we need to be considering as we're starting to get together uh, for the holidays, making our plans um, and thinking about how we're going to be navigating out there. We're just about out of time. What would you say to folks who are still hesitant about taking their COVID-19 vaccinations and boosters? I would say both the flu and the COVID boosters are great, great ideas. You know, we just got data out of Chile where they see um, the flu earlier in the year and they saw that the flu shot for them decreased your risk of hospitalization by 50%. Uh, The CDC released safety data on the new bivalent booster, the Omicron-specific booster for COVID uh, that shows that it's safe. Uh, And so really getting that as a first step. I also want to say, you know, think about masking and, you know, avoiding crowded indoors, having a plan ahead of time. You know, I went to Black Panther, Wakanda forever this weekend i was wearing a mask you know the whole time love the movie highly recommend it but do it and be safe when you think about your thanksgiving getting together for holidays um even you know my kindergartner he's wearing a mask right now in school and we're sending to school with a mask and so thinking about what makes sense for you and your family to help protect yourself uh, yourselves so that you're not bringing home this illness you know every week i see parents who are just tired because they've had their kids go through sickness after sickness and with all these viruses floating out there it's really possible that your kid could get one virus be sick for a week or two be better for a couple days get another virus be sick from and so like if you want to decrease your chances of that happening get your shots wear your mask wash your hands uh, and really try to avoid uh unnecessary illness great prescription that's dr nathan chomolo from the state of minnesota's health department thanks for being with us this morning always a pleasure freddie take care you too 89.9 kmoj listen online at kmojfm.com